Spanish for Daphne area, the guru. I call him Ben Got Game. Ben Thomas with AL.com live on Hamilton's Hotline with two locations to serve you in Auburn on Magnolia and Hamilton's on Ogletree. Ben, if you sat behind me in church and I turned around and said, man, you need to go up and sing a solo, wouldn't you be, like, happy that I did that? No. Oh, you got it, Ben. You got my back, Ben. You knew exactly what he was talking about. Oh. He's making fun of my singing. Ben. Man, I, no, I, I, took I, can, I can make a joyful noise, but that's about it. You hear, it's, oh, it's, so joy, it's joyful and it's a noise. Did you hear that now? He can make a joyful noise. <laughs> that's all I want a coach to do, Ben. Would you take that as an insult? Uh, I would I would take that as an embarrassment. <laughs> that's what I did, Ben. Uh, I but knew, Coach had probably got that good bass about. voice. He don't hey, move, hey you hear that? You hear that, Coach? One more time, Ben. He was talking. I said, Coach probably got that good bass voice going. He yes. could probably belt out a, a tune or so. He can, I can hear him singing uh, Joy to the World. Joy Thank you. See? The see there, Ben? Thank you. Thank oh, you. you. See, Ben's got my back. I was trying to be nice. Say, get up on stage and sing a solo. <laughs> <laughs> How's everything in your world, Ben? Did he ben? do it? Oh, he didn't do it. He sat back and punched me. In the back, and then he got he called me out on Front Street this morning on the air, getting on him. I was I was wanting him to play that joyful, to sing that joyful noise. I just keep my mouth shut, Ben, and hum. <laughs> I hear that's right. I, I I just kind of do the Millie Vanilli in my house. My son, my son was up there. The the kids' praise team sang at our church yesterday, and he didn't want to get up there. I said. Look, just get up there and smile and mouth the words. I don't care if you sing. Just there act you like go. you're happy up there. How old is he, Ben? Which one we talk? How old? He's 10. <laughs> All right. Is he your only one? No, we have two adult children. One's 22 yeah, and one's 28. That's what I thought. Okay. I was just making sure. I was, I, I was making, they don't, You don't have to worry about them singing up there, though. They do. They do their own, right? Yeah, unfortunately, they need. To, we need to worry about them being at church is what we need to worry they, about. But, uh, I got something to say. I got two to say. <laughs> All right, buddy, Ro, what you got planned for the holidays, my friend? Oh, man, we, uh, we're trying to be on cruise control for uh, another week or so. Um, but uh, it's been a rush. Last week was busy uh, with everything going on. But uh, we look forward to celebrating Christmas this week and then uh, you know, starting a new year in a couple of weeks. No doubt about it. Well, Ben, last week, uh, of course, you and I have talked a lot off the mark. But now it's time to talk on the mark. Classification, reclassification. Uh, I'm not sure it's still complete, but yet uh, we had reclassification uh, last week with the Alabama High School Athletic Association. I got the main man in the studio, and I got you on the hotline. So tell me what y'all think. You first, Ben. Give me your rundown on the reclassifications from the HSAA in the fall. Um, yeah, I mean, it, you know, especially in the area I'm concerned, there wasn't too much that I didn't I didn't see coming. I got some I got some music in my ear. Oh, 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 oh. Trouble here. My bad. I got you now. My bad. Well, should be coming off. There you go. My bad. There you go. I'm all good. Um, you know, down here, uh, I guess the most noticeable thing was the uh, we had, you know we not, we had two teams drop from seven A to six A, Theodore and Murphy, uh, which have been in seven A since 2014. As long as we ha- have had seven classifications, that they drop into what now is almost a ridiculous class 6a region one with uh six nine teams six of which made the playoffs last year uh three of which won 10 games 
And uh, that doesn't include Blunt, who's in that region and didn't make the playoffs, but usually is in there. So uh, just a brutal group there. Um, Gaston City moves down. I think that's good for them. Chelsea moves up. Probably not so good for them. Center point moves up to 6A. It's a tough move for them. Um, Opelika moves up right into that region. Seems like they should be in that region with that's right. Auburn and, and Central and those teams. Most so, of our years we were, Ben. You're right. Opelika was in that region. You're right. So, I mean, those were kind of the, the I guess, the main things that stuck out. Obviously, we knew St. Paul's was going to move up by competitive balance. You're right in the fact that I, I think we're not done with this yet. I know mm-hmm. that Alabama Christian is appealing um, their move. Um, so there's probably still some things left to be decided here, which is unfortunate. But uh, hopefully it'll all get ironed out eventually. Coach that's Washburn, uh, that's bring... the worst thing that could happen in reclassification if you put somebody in the wrong classification that that has a domino effect and affects your whole thing and i look at my only question if i if i were asking the questions if i were you folks asking the questions i would say you folks being that's me and you in some classification (laughs) nine teams in some region six in some region i was thinking that they didn't want six no six was the lowest i didn't think they wanted six coach no never Never mm. want six. That, that, does, that defeats the whole purpose of region play. Region play is to make sure you have a, a set schedule for your, those teams and that have balance. a hard time scheduling. That helps you get seven or eight or uh, uh, no, you're games right. on automatic on your schedule, and that makes it uh, feasible. But having nine and then drop to six in the same class. Some schools got to have five. That. Yeah, that's a – you make Sometimes a good point. you got to make people travel. I mean, it's well, did you hear what he just fact. said, you Coach? you got to suck it up and say you got to travel. Did you hear what he just said about that one region? What? Tell him again about those teams in that 6A region. Being yeah, and, you know, Sarahland's in that region. Right. And, and that's one. I talked to Jeff Kelly, and he uh, that's one thing he was upset about, just what Coach is talking about. Yeah. So, in that 6A region one, Listen to this, Coach. you got nine. You got nine teams no, now because good. Theodore and Murphy jumped, dropped down. Theodore, who is an annual playoff participant in seven, St. Paul's moves up by competitive balance. Playoff team. So now you have six of those nine teams made the playoffs last year. Six. Uh, three of them won ten games, and and one of them, one of them that didn't make it was Blunt, who's almost always in the playoffs. And they had a, really a coaching there. situation where Le, Le, Holly left early in the year, right, Ben? That, that's that's the interim part. Yeah. Right? Well, he left. Yeah, he left before the season. Well, you know what I mean. Early in the season is what I meant to say, yeah. So, so, yeah, what Coach Kelly said was, you know, look, we got got seven or eight playoff-quality teams here. Only four is going to make it. And then the regions with six or seven teams – you know, we're half of them getting to the playoffs, maybe with lesser lesser records. So, yeah. uh, I understand his argument there. I told him, I'm like, man, I'd heard y'all might move north to to the region up by Montgomery. He's like, I'd rather be up there, you know, That's than right. be in this region. Now uh, we're talking we're so six A here, but but Ben, looking up and down, and Coach Washburn, I'm sure you looked at it, and I and and Ben, I know you didn't see it. Neither neither you or nor I were able to see it except until that morning, and we were looking at it. I had just about. 25, 30 minutes before we went on the television show to <clears throat> discuss, I, I did notice that there were nine and six, and I'm like, I, I didn't think that was – I thought looking at it, it was unusual. And, and even in one – when we went to break, I told John, John Holder, I said, I just can't believe Madison Academy is 3A. And, of course, they've moved them back to 4A now. But there was a couple of – what was the other team that you mentioned that, that was moved and moved? So I- so Alabama Christian was moved, and then they're they're now in four A, 
apparently they're appealing because I think they think they should be 3A. That's which right. I don't think they've ever been moved up by competitive balance. <laughs> nope. It's just that competitive balance is a little hard to figure out. So uh, they may be right on this on this thing. Uh, you know, it's not un- it's not terribly unusual to have a nine team region. In fact, the two regions down here in six A and seven A have right. been both of them right. have been nine teams before. But right. now this year, there's more nine teams than like I think those were the only two that have <laughs> ever been nine teams pr- pretty much. And now there's there's more than that. And like you said, you got a couple of six team regions. So. I don't know if we've heard the last of this thing or not. I mean, clearly Alabama Christian is going to have, a, you know, they're going to they're appealing, and apparently it's going to go before the central board at some point. So, and, but but coach is right. I mean, it's, it doesn't just affect one school. I mean, if 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 they end up moving back down, then you got to yeah. start. You usually you end up having to move other teams around as well. That's right. I mean, um, it affects, affects your whole system in that classification. I mean, you just about got to do it over. Well, they left out a, a brand new school. It was a computer glitch <coughs> that was found during the show. What that was, I can't remember the school. Ben, do you remember that new school? Um, yeah, it was a university charter. University I, I, didn't, charter. I don't think they had them in football. I they think did they not. had them in volleyball, Correct. but they didn't have them in football. Correct. So they had to, and and that I mean that's look. Let me say first of all, and as coach knows especially now that they've added uh, competitive balance, it's not an easy thing to oh, do. Like I'm not a number. I'm not a numbers. I'm not a numbers guy at all, and I wouldn't want to be part of it. But you know, every couple they do it every couple of years, and every couple of years there seems to be. You know, last time we did it, um, there was a snafu. I think it involved St. John Paul II. It did. It did. In Huntsville. In Huntsville. Um, so that came mm-hmm. out, and then you know they said, wait, 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 something's wrong here. And, and a couple of hours later, they um, they had a, had a formula, and I think that was pretty much yeah. it. But this this time it, it did seems it quickly, to though. quick do it that quickly. day that day that's being just yeah. said that yeah, day. You don't wait. You do it quickly. And, uh, yeah, because because right. what but what listeners may not understand is, you know, almost as soon as these things come out, coaches are looking for games. I mean, especially these. Seven. I mean, these six. If you're in a sixteen region, you, you got to get play five games. You got to find five non-region yeah. games. I mean. That's ridiculous. You know, in 16 is bad enough. You, you're, you're looking for four. I mean, a seven is you're looking for four games. So, right. you know, these guys, as soon as the region comes out, I think they all had their region meetings last week probably. They, they had them on Wednesday, Ben, here locally. I had Coach Etheridge's schedule Wednesday morning or Thursday morning. You see yeah, what I'm saying? So all ex- Go ahead. Yeah, so everybody's looking for games, especially, you know, in the, in the higher classifications. You know, if you like, you know, for instance, down here we have the 7 eight. Uh, seventeen region and the nine, uh, the nineteen six A region. So those two, a lot of those games are going to be they're going to play each other a lot in mm-hmm. non region games. Mm-hmm. But those, you know, if you do, if you don't get a head start, you're going to especially in that seven A where you got to find four games. <coughs> it's going to be tough to find four games. Yeah, I agree. Ben Thomas with us. He writes for AL dot com. You can catch him on AL dot com every day or on Twitter at Ben Thomas Preps. He's on our Hamilton's Hotline. Coach Washburn, Jeff Sasser, I'm D-Mark in the Orthopedic Clinic Studio. It is Monday, the 20th day of December, 14 minutes past the hour of 8, and we are talking Alabama High School Athletic Association reclassification that took place last week. Ben, I had uh, Kim Vickers, Associate uh, Executive Commissioner, I mean Director, on Monday. I asked her to start at the top for lay people, lay just in our terms, and explain how they come up with um, the numbers for reclassification. It was an incredible, um, you know, it was incredible to listen to because there are so many factors um, 
and how they count 20 days after Labor Day with a head count. So many people thought they knew how to do the uh, uh, reclassifications, but yet they did not based on the formula. So you, I agree with you on your earlier statement. It is not easy, and I am not pointing any fingers at anyone. We're just making general statements of what is factually taking place. Would that be a good way to say it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, and, and it just needs to be transparent. I mean, I, there you, know, you go. As, as far as I know, there's only one perfect person to ever walk the yep. face of the earth, and his name is Jesus. Amen. And we're going to celebrate him later in the week. We Everybody are. makes mistakes, so I don't know. And I don't, I'm not privy to this information. I really don't want to be privy to no, it. No, me either. Me either. But I know that. <laughs> but I, uh, and look, we had a new team join too out of um, H out of the AISA. A brand new team in Tuscaloosa Academy uh, come into the AHSA. That was something new this year as well. Yeah, and they jumped to two A. And I actually, uh, I actually heard there were a couple of other maybe AISA teams that were interested in joining as well, and kind of pulled out Coach. at the last moment. So, uh, I wonder, I wonder if uh, you know eventually we're going to see some type of complete merger there. You know, I think we might. Take, yeah. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I, that that you know that that, that league continues to shrink it seems like i know uh when we vote on the polls each week it's kind of the, the aisa and 7a are the hardest polls to vote on because you only have some you know we got 32 teams in the ai and the 7a i'm not sure what it is in the aisa now but you know there's only about 12 or 14 teams that need to be ranked so you're just kind of switching them all around mm-hmm. you know each week so uh, but you know they got to want to do that, and the people that go to those schools have got to want to do that. We'll see if it ever if it ever happens under our watch. Big jump, the biggest jump, Orange Beach, two A to four A. My goodness, that was a coach. You ever seen one jump two classifications in two no. years? That a no? Well, we didn't do that. All the thing we did was uh, by attendance, average daily membership. We didn't get into competitive balance. Well, well, no, 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 no. This would school, be a, though, this right? is hold on, hold on, hold on. This is a public school coach, Orange okay, Beach. They Orange jumped, Beach. They jumped by enrollment. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they're yeah. brand new schools. Yeah. They went from two to four. Yeah. Well, I guess we've had somebody. Didn't that. Pike Road go from three to five? Good point, Jeff. Ben, did they yeah. jump two? I think that. Yeah, I think they oh, did bad. last. Last time around, now they're up to six A. Oh. I guess this year was mm-hmm. uh, okay, after I thought the state meant, championship. Right, I didn't know they jumped two last time. That's my fault. Um, I think um, <coughs> you know Alberta. El, the, the schools down here, they're all kind of close together. Ironically, Alberta uh, made a big jump prior to this year. You know, from like two A to five A or something like that. I mean, that's just they're all kind of in that South Baldwin County area. Of course, Orange Beach. You know where Orange Beach is? It's at the beach, so everybody wants to move down there. Yeah. So it's yeah. Growing at a rapid race. I mean, they're they're in a region that you know they they were nine and one this year when you when they got a couple of forfeit wins, and they're in a region that it's not an easy region, but they're in there with Bayside, Escambia County, Jackson, uh, Satsuma, St. Michael, T.R. Miller, and Wilcox Central. So you know they could I think they could probably be fairly competitive in that region. And St. Michael, you know, with Philip Rivers, the good thing about that region for the team still in it is that Viger and Williamson both moved up to five A. So. Uh, you have two of the perennial uh, most talented teams in that region not in there anymore. <laughs> yeah. Any other comments on reclassification from you, Ben, you want to mention? No, I mean, you know, I, I'm always interested in it. Um, you know, the good thing is it brings about new rivalries, you know, new region rivalries almost every year. So we'll see if we're, uh, you know, we'll just kind of wait to see what comes out of this Alabama Christian thing, if it's just one domino or no dominoes or, or a bunch of dominoes. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Let's go to coaching. Uh, two major positions or two major hires in my book uh, last week. Uh, Spain Park hires Marquecas and Pell City hires Steve Mass. We did have others. Dothan hired the defensive coordinator from Dothan, I mean from Enterprise. Um, there's more movement. We've got the Enterprise job open. I look for it to be filled soon. And others, I'll let you comment on the coaching circles of new jobs. Yeah, we're starting to get, you know, a lot of, if you got an opening, you'd like to get it done before the new year. Um, and so we had some moves last year or last week. Steve Mask, as you mentioned, our buddy, the Hall of Famer, won four state championships at St. Paul's. He's now the head coach at Pell City, um, which is my dad's alma mater. He played back All there right. in the 50s. So uh, I got to talk to him about that and um, told Coach Mask he needed to retire his number. He said, what number <laughs> is he? I said, I don't know, but I'll find out. <laughs> and, get it and retire it. Um, so, and then, um, yeah, Tim Vakakis from Jackson Olin gets the Spain Park job. He's done a very good job at Jackson Olin. Of course, he's jumping in now that tough region with Thompson and Hoover and you would trust one, all those teams. So we'll see how he fares. Um, you know, I don't know much about coach Kennedy who took the Dothan job. I know he's a well-respected coach, uh, had won some, some state championships out of our state. And then of course was defensive coordinator at enterprise. So it seems like a good hire there. It's just interesting. Coach can speak on this. You know, since I've been doing it, we've had some schools combined that you thought were going to be natural powers. You know, the Gadsden schools, Gadsden and Litchfield, Emma Sampson all combined, the Central Clay and Lineville combined, and they've since won some state championships, but it took them a while. And then so now Dothan and Northview combined, and it just seems like when that happens, Coach, there's always a struggle. Uh, they're not as good as you would think, at least immediately. No, uh I think uh, probably Central Clay was the quickest to regroup and, and get back on track, and maybe it took Danny Horn to, to come in and do that. Second but, uh, uh, I've never uh, – you're right. Traditionally, it's a while before it meshes and they become one. Uh, and it's got something to do with the uh, uh, Northview and Dothan High School been rivals for ever since the – uh, creation of Northview High School, and all of a sudden you put them together, and it takes a while till they, they become one. And uh, I had hoped they would give Smitty Grider longer down there, but uh, I don't know the particulars about that. I knew Smitty was a good coach at other places, but uh, indeed it's it's going to take four to five, maybe six, seven years for, for that to come together, it looks like. And somebody, some coach will come in there and uh, – they they'll get them they'll get them on one page and whenever they do they're gonna have the athletes. I, I think that's that. what you were referencing, wasn't it, Ben? Yeah. Yeah, just uh, it's strange, you know. And, and coach is right as I think about it. You know, what would my attitude be if I was a junior and senior in high school and I combined with my biggest yep. rival? I mean, yeah, I can right. uh, you know. I can understand how that takes a while for. But you know, I did some time up in Gadsden. In fact, that was my first job, and so I was up there when all those three schools were separated. Yeah, well, Gadsden, Litchfield, and Litchfield, Litchfield was a power with itself, you know. At one time, they yeah, all all I, three I of them have their moments. Litchfield and uh, Gadsden High and. Uh, Who's the other school in, in the Emma game? Sampson. Yeah, Emma, Emma Sampson. Sampson. Yeah, Emma Sampson was there. Well, they put out city Well, and going uh, back to what both were saying, you got two quarterbacks, two running backs that were starters. You follow me? Every I, spar, I started at running back. What do you mean? Wait a minute. I was the quarterback at, at Northview. Well, I was the quarterback at Dothan. 
So yeah, you've got some. I had a parent yeah. tell me in baseball there was a, there was a lot of growing pains there in that school. You give parents the parents got to come together on that. Well, that's too. exactly what the young yeah. lady said. Coach yeah. had a son playing baseball. She said it's as much grown folks as it is young folks. Yeah, she said the young are. folks gonna act like your grown folks. Uh, our parents, our kids hear all that this grown man at Absolutely, home coach. I'm telling you, I feel I feel for Smitty Grider or, or whoever has that job in the beginning because it's tough. That's a tough yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah, coaches. You know, you got multiple two coaching staffs too coming together. You know, you're talking about in each sport. So, are they, you know, who's going to be hired and who's not? That's right. In that situation. No, you're right. That's a very good point. They're open. Enterprise, I know two big names in the enterprise job. We've discussed those, Ben, and and I can confirm that uh, it, it appears that Coach Freeman was offered the job at Coquit in Georgia and turned it down. So they're trying to get, uh, you know, way over in Georgia's trying to get some Alabama people that way. Well, we already sent one over there, and and uh, <laughs> but how many how many guys they want up from well, all I know. Some over here. We sent Rush over there to start with. Don't forget our buddy up there now. When did yeah, you- I think Rush. Uh, what's the timeline on the enterprise situation? Do you know Ben? When are they gonna name a coach? No, uh, D. Mark, you know, Brian might know more, have more intel yeah. on that than I do. Uh, uh, coach, there any? They're wanting to do it expeditiously as soon as possible. Work like as we speak. So that that's a big word for you, D. Mark. <laughs> kind of like discombobulated, Ben. Be what, Coach? I said we could hear any time. Yes, sir. I, you could hear any time. Yes, sir. I, I do believe. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Wouldn't you as think soon that as they contact you on that? Let me. Know. I will, Coach. I'll let you know. I know yeah. ben, as soon as we ben... all know who, who they're gonna contact first, and let them know. <laughs> Here we go, Ben. We're getting piling on. Yeah. Let's start now. D. Mark's on. On to get it on the mark or off the mark, however, whatever there mark you go. On, on the Ben. On um, the Ben and Mark. <laughs> so there you go. The uh, yeah. So I think. Well, I think we'll hear soon on that. And of course, Dothan, or not Dothan, uh, Hoover. Uh, Coach uh, Mr. Urban told me when Josh left that they hope to have somebody by the first board meeting in in January. Ah. So. Um, of course, it's just been a couple of weeks, so you know you don't want to go. You don't you want to get the right person. You don't want to go through it too fast and, and get somebody that's not a fit for your school. Yeah, so that's, that's going to be whoever they hire is going to be big news, I would think. All right, let me ask you this. Um, speaking of that job, um, they had two former coaches that immediately come to my mind. I can't think of the gentleman's name. At James Clemens, help me out, Ben. Um, Chad McGee is his name. Yeah, and then um, James Clemens. Did I have it wrong? No, I, I don't wrong? know. I can't remember. Is it not James Clements, coach? I thought it was. Yeah. So yeah, Chad McGee he was the defensive Chad coordinator at Hoover. Yeah. yeah, and then Chad. And, uh, he's and Chad Ease is at Gardendale. Yeah. Chad Ease was uh, was the offensive line coach under Niblet for I think ten or eleven years. And was he not a coordinator right? under him at all, Ben? Hey, I'm not sure about that, but okay. he was at Hoover for a long time, a decade, and. He's been at Gardendale four years and done a great job there. They were in the I think quarterfinals this year, uh, <laughs> yeah. maybe even semifinals. I, I think, think quarterfinals. It, it was one of the, I was um, yeah. They had a great year. And then Chad McGee, he yep. you know was the de- defensive coordinator at Hoover, and then just this past year he took the James Clemens job, and they went undefeated in the mm-hmm. regular season, mm-hmm. uh, and then lost to uh, I think Oak Mountain in the first round of the playoffs. Correct. Right. there so i mean that you know you would think like a lot of those hoover assistants have been there a while so you, i don't know if they're leaving so you would think getting somebody who's familiar with some of those guys mm-hmm. uh would help them but i haven't 
heard, you know, since I talked to Andy Urban the day Josh announced his decision, I haven't I haven't talked to him since. So okay. I don't know if they're closing well, in on somebody or what. I'll just give you ease, just for instance, folks, for the voice of just talking here. In 2018, when he took over at Gardendale, he went 6-6. Six and six. 2019, he went 8-4. 2020, 9-3. 2021, 10-3. He's improved every year, went to the quarterfinals, made it to the second round every year, made it to the third round this year. This is a steady, improving program. It, I would not be shocked if they hired him. I'm just saying that. I have no I have no source at all there, Ben, so I'm dependent on you at, at, the, at the Hoover Buccaneers, all right? Yeah, uh, they. Uh, I think it would be a good hire. I mean, they've got some good players. You know, they got one of the top defensive linemen in the state returning next year, Kelby Collins. Uh, and, they, you know, they were, they're in that tough region. Uh, we had to deal with Clay and all those teams up there, the, the reigning state champions now. So uh, we'll see. I mean, I think I would guess those two will be in the mix if they want the job. You know, they, might want to, they might be happy where they are. Now, Chad McGee, mm-hmm. he told me that day, uh, I texted him to, to tell him I was going to put him in my little column of potential candidates. And, and he said, well, that's nice. I appreciate it. But I'm a jet. I'm a James Clement jet. Sure he well, is. You know, sure we'll, he is. We'll see. We'll yeah, see what happens. He is happens. today anyway, right? That's right. That's right. Exactly that's right. right. Ben Thomas with us. Uh, over the weekend, sometime last week, Mobile County uh, School Board building t- approved two more stadiums, Ben. And now we're down to one more. And we'll have them all fixed, right? Except for, was it Williamson, maybe? Yeah, well, I mean, we'll have them all. We'll have them all. All the bids approved. Uh, you know, with the time will tell on when they get constructed. But yeah, so they approved Davidson and uh, Williamson, and they've already approved Viger and Lafleur. Um, so I'm missing one more. They're they're planning on building. Yeah, Let's I got see it which, right which here. One. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They approved Davidson and BC yeah, Rain. Williamson, Williamson is in the, right. Right. And it has not been approved yet, but they approved bids for. You know, basically five and a half million dollars on all of those. They're supposed to be on campus turf stadiums. Yep. At all those schools, the first two they did, Viger and Lafleur, are supposed to be ready for next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these two later in 2022. So of course, this is part of the movement. They had already said they were going to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and but since they sped up the timeline, I think after the shooting at Lab People Stadium. Um, at the Williamson Viger game, I think everything sped up at that point. They decided they didn't want to play at Lad anymore, and so this is uh, part of that, which I think is still sad because it wasn't it wasn't anything Lad did. It was just a you know unfortunate incident where you got people not being smart, doing stuff they shouldn't be doing. And, no, uh, no. You know, it just happened that they were at the at the stadium at the same time, but uh, we'll see. Maybe it'll be good. Obviously, it should be good for these schools to be able to play on their home. On Phil Viger, you know, won the state champ for a state championship and played all over the place. I mean, they played their home games, home playoff games at Rival Blunt. I know. I know. Uh, and then, you know, they played uh, pretty much every day of the week, played Thursday, Friday, played some Saturday games, finished one game on Monday. So um, clearly, if you can get a nice stadium on your campus, uh, that ought to benefit. You know, not just the team, but the community, I would hope. I agree with you. Well, Ben, it's just about time to go, my friend. I want to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas. I appreciate all you have helped on the mark this year, and I'm looking forward to talking to you if you're available on Monday. If you're not, we'll get you after the New Year. All right? It's it's all good. You guys have a have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Enjoy it. Yeah. We'll talk to you soon. You got it, my yeah. friend. Appreciate all you do. I'm sure you and I'll be in touch, okay? Yeah.